As a young teen, Mary became a follower of Jesus after reading Focus on the Family's Brio magazine. And I remember thinking to myself, I don't have that. I'd really like to know what that's about. And so it was, it was an inward decision right there that I made in my room after reading you know, this article in the Brio magazine that I want to have that kind of walk with God that this girl is talking about. For 30 years, we've helped Mary grow in her faith. We've strengthened her marriage, and now we're equipping her to be a good mom to her own kids. Like really Focus on the Family has been, and all the, the different resources and individuals, the voices of Focus on the Family, it's really been a mentor to me, to my family, um, and just it's cool to see the legacy. I'm Jim Daly. Working together, we can save more families like Mary's every month. Please call 800-A-FAMILY or donate at focusonthefamily.com family. Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parenting podcast. Do you ever find yourself overly concerned with how your child might feel about something you decide on their behalf or a boundary you put up in place? Maybe you don't say no very often because you just don't want your kids to be upset. I'm John Fuller along with Danny Huerta, and if you feel like that could be you, listen to what Arlene Pelicane has to share as she talks with Focus President Jim Daly. Parents calling the shots. That can sound autocratic. Um, describe for us what you mean by that. Give us a couple of illustrations of how that works. This is so simple. If we can just simply get Ephesians 6, children, obey your parents, and we just get that. And it's what the Word of God says. It is the fifth commandment, honor your father and mother so that it will go well with you in the land that you're living. And so this is how God has set it up. So even if we are more comfortable being on an equal plane, being a best friend, being, you know, your supporter and your buddy, if that, you know, but the Bible's telling us you are the authority figure. And that authority figure doesn't have to be this mean, strict, you know, awful. No, this is an authority figure that is loving, that's providing guidance. Because I think many of us as parents, we want to be chummy chummy instead of saying, I'm not afraid to be unpopular to make decisions that I know are good for you. Yeah. You know, so that whole idea of honor and bringing that back. Yeah, yeah. I, I think sometimes, and I, I think I can fall prey to this one because I think I want to use influence with my kids. And if you're probably wired in a certain way with extroversion and that's been kind of your modality, mm -hmm. I could see how you can fall in that direction. How does personality play into this mm -hmm. and how do we guard against uh, just going with our feelings and mm -hmm. how to do this and being more thoughtful about it? Yeah. I think part of it is finding your friendship needs somewhere else so that you don't feel like I need to have my children's friendship and approval or else, you know, like that means a lot to me, right? So that means getting other friends in your life that you can talk to so that those needs are met, whether it's by a spouse, whether it's by a best friend, whether it's by a mentor, but you're not looking for a best friend in your child. Yeah. You asked me earlier just about stories and one came to mind when I was in the grocery store and in the store, at the front of the store, they were selling this hot popcorn and so the smell of the popcorn, right, is starting to fill the store. And these two little kids in front of me, they ask very nicely, Mommy, may I have some popcorn? And she says, No, you, you know, we're going to have lunch, and no, you can't have any popcorn. So these two kids, as we're waiting in line, I'm listening to all this, they start doing what kids do. Please, Mommy, please, I want it, I want it. So their pleases then turn into more whining, turns into more like belligerence, you know, and I am just praying in my mind, Don't give in, lady. <clears throat> 
don't give in, mom. Like, do not give them what they want because you've already said no and they are not asking in a good way. But it's just popcorn. But it's just popcorn, please. It's please, not please. like I a Snickers so bar. Much. I want it so much. <laughs> so as I checked out, I was so sad because there they were and I saw them all eating popcorn. And you hear the story and you think, oh, but I, give, I, I would have done that. But here's the deal. When your kids learn that, oh, look, when I throw a fit, I get what I want. Guess what you get? an encore performance of that fit. Mm -hmm. And, you know, encores are really nice in musicals and plays that you like, but they're not nice with mm. whining, yelling, screaming, and all this. And a lot of times parents don't call the shots and we give in because we want to avoid all those ugly behaviors, right? But instead, we've got to realize the more I give in, the more I get that. Yeah. And I don't want that. So that means you say, I said we're not having popcorn. You can scream all you like but you're still not getting that. Yeah. Now, does that take resolve? Is that hard in the moment? Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. But it's and, worth it. And maybe in retrospect, the popcorn could have been a yes, right? I mean, there, there's a balance. Well, I'm, I'm just <laughs> well, saying just there's sometimes, a balance here, right? You have to pick your battles, right? Yeah, I would right. have said they had me at may I. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you were polite. Oh, so. I'm such a softy. <laughs> had me at You know, may if they I. said may I, that's so perfect. Yes, <laughs> you get the reward of popcorn. You may have that. I am suddenly hungry for popcorn, but uh, it really, it, it can be hard to say no and to see your child unhappy with you. Um, sometimes uh, a parent, though, wraps their identity up in their child and their responses. And so if I'm unpopular with my child, I must be a bad parent. Uh, Danny, what are some ways that we can kind of free ourselves of that thinking, that we can uh, be strong for our kids, not overbearing, but strong, um, even when they are upset and they make it known? Yeah. It's shifting our perception of what our purpose is as parents, right? We're there to be noticers of who God has created them to be. We're there to build them towards that end of who, who they're created to be and, and build them up uh, according to what they're needing for growth and then connecting them to uh, a relationship with Christ. And that may mean uh, tremendous moments of growth and difficulty along the way. And as parents— to look for lo our love needs for our kids is super unhealthy. Uh, we get to give love out of an overflow of what we've been given through a close relationship with Christ. And then the expression of love can be with a, with a spouse. And sometimes when there's, there are problems in a marriage, a parent looks for that love that they're missing from a spouse with a child, and that can become really damaging to the development of that child. So we have to keep that in mind, that this is not a popularity thing. We don't have to be the most liked parent in the world. But certainly we're building something amazing in our kids, and God has us in that position for a reason within our child's life. The word no and the word yes has a lot of power. Just with, just with the word no, you feel a sense of maybe negativity or boundary. And a kid has to be able to hear that, to understand that no can be a very freeing thing and a mm -hmm. very important thing to hear in life. And the word yes is very energizing, and you can't have yes the whole entire time. You have to have breaks, and, and you have to have uh, uh, the gas pedal as well. You, you need to have both to have the right kind of balance. So teaching the kids to, to know the word no and to be friendly with it, to love the word no, and to see that it's trustworthy from you, that there are going to be yeses and there are going to be nos, and they may not love you all the time, and that's okay. Still smile at yeah. them, still give them love and reassurance. Their emotional brain is fully developed by the age of 12 or 13. 
their thinking brain is just developing at puberty and trying to make sense of all those emotions. Yeah. Those emotions spill out and, and slap you in the face sometimes, and those are just emotions. It's not personal to you. Stick through those moments with your kids, and in time they'll understand the purposes of your nose. Mm. Uh, so a final word of encouragement for the person who is feeling like, I am such a bad parent. And they don't have, let's say it's a single mom or a dad. And, and their kid has given them grief. So uh, is there a scripture or a good word you have for that person who's feeling like, yeah, I am running on empty. I am failing at pretty much all of this parenting thing. I don't know what to do next. It, it, it's not uncommon for parents to feel that when they're tired, especially a single parent, uh, when their child is, is upset constantly, and there may be some issues in that child. I think unwrapping each day, recognizing that each day is a new reset button and surrounding yourself with people that can begin to build you and really speak truths into you. Maybe it's a mentor, maybe it's a counselor, maybe it's a pastor. Mm -hmm. Not being afraid to look for that help and that support and getting plenty of rest is going to be important so that you're uh, ready to be patient, absorb some of the emotions that spill out from your child that may be struggling as yeah, well. Yeah, it's, it's pretty easy to answer emotion for emotion when I'm tired or yeah. worn out or I didn't get to sleep, you know, when I should have. So well, I appreciate that. Listen, we're here for you at uh, Focus on the Family. If you're struggling in your role as a mom or a dad, uh, let us know that, please. Give us a call. We have counselors that w- would be happy to talk through things with you and give you some starting points toward Uh, some better days. We also have a lot of great information online. In the show notes, you'll find links to this entire conversation with Arlene and a great book that she's written called Parents Rising. Uh, If you can, make a donation to the Ministry of Focus today, and we'll send a complimentary copy of Arlene's great book to you as our thank you gift. Next time, more tips on getting your kids uh, kind of aligned with you and, frankly, to obey you. Uh, For now, on behalf of Danny and the team, I'm John Fuller, thanking you for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.